Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having fun in the most beautiful place on Earth. We're talking about Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. Fellas, the show today is a giant Swiss Alps of a show. It's, it's hulking huge in the distance, coming closer, because here it is. The here and now, the crest of the wave, it's all we have. Let's make the most of it together. Let's have some fun on Cape Cod this week. Checking the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for Saturday. Mostly sunny with a high near 38. Oh, that sounds nice. And on Sunday, a chance of rain and snow between 9 and 11, then rain. Hmm, high near 45. So we will get into it and see how this affects what is a giant weekend on Cape Cod, I can report I am still cross-country skiing. I went yesterday. The snow is frozen. It's going to probably last through the weekend, so get on out there if you can. But what's big time now, what's the most giantest, funnest thing ever is the Cape Cod St. Patrick's Parade and the Yarmouth Irish Festival. This is coming up. This weekend on Saturday, March 9th, both events kicking off at 11 a.m. And really, just to back up, Mung, you've been to the Cape Cod St. Patrick's Parade, and it's humongous. Oh, man, this is the parade on Cape Cod. It's uh, held in March, the usually the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. And, yeah, it's this Saturday. It's going to be a grand time. Um, we just had the uh, organizer on uh, Life with Gwen show, and they are expecting 60,000 people potentially what? there. Which is insane. It that is, is a, insane. It's going to be awesome. they got people wow. with stilts, floats, candy, Children, families, it's a it's smorgasbord of fun. That's like a quarter of the Cape's population. I think so, yeah. Along Route 28 in Yarmouth. That's amazing. What's this like? Do they have floats? Are there bands? What's it like, Mung? Oh, yeah, so much music. Everything from bagpipes to, you know, those pipe uh, instruments that uh, they play. Oh, really cool. Candy, people walking down the street. And actually, this is a special um, parade this year because they're they're honoring uh, Sergeant Sean Gannon, who uh, unfortunately was killed in the line of uh, duty in 2018. So they'll be honoring him and uh, Sean Gannon's... Um, um, uh, canine uh, Nero will be walking the parade with his uh, with uh, Peter McClellan as a former retired uh, Yarmouth uh, officer. Uh, so that'll be uh, a good time down there with a lot of fun and a, and a good cause. And not only is the parade going off, a big green fun parade, we also have something called the Yarmouth Irish Festival, which goes on in and around the same time frame and features food trucks dancing, all sort of uh, Irish music and stuff like that. And the Armith Irish Festival begins at 11 a.m., features food, music, other attractions. It's going to be held in a heated tent across from Packers Pub, Captain Packers Pub, we all know. That's 668 Route 28. So the fun goes down Route 28, and it goes on along Route 28 near Captain Parker's. And they've got music acts lined up from 11 a.m., to 10 p.m. Irish music. Wow. I mean, it's everywhere. That's like a complete day. I mean, that's that's. Well, Greg, that means you might be crawling out of your bunker. 
looking around and making sure all the batteries are charged and your neighbors are in their homes where they should be, and then you might leave your property to go to this parade. I'm going to venture outside and maybe even get in my car and drive. Over to Route 28, there'll oh, be yeah. other cars. There'll be 60,000 oh, yeah. people. <laughs> cars, yeah. And be so 60. people will be all uh, looking at you. Saying, what's he doing here? Say, hey, isn't that Craig on, <laughs> on the fun show? I didn't think he went anywhere. I didn't think he did anything. But You'll be signing autographs. Is. You'll be signing containers of green beer. Love Greg. Love Greg. Cake Pod Fun Show. Love Greg. Fantastic. You'll be kissing babies. I'll be waving my hand like this. Hello. Hello. And then dousing yourself in antibacterial sort of goo to make sure that all the germs <laughs> of all those people uh, don't get on you, Greg. Yeah, you know? partic- yeah particularly all those Crusting kids. Crusting you like panko breadcrumbs. Those kids. I mean, that, that's... No good. So that sounds like fun. I've never been, Mung, you've been all over this thing. You've seen celebrities over the years, all sorts of things over there. Oh, yeah. Years ago, we saw our, one of the Cape's most famous celebrities, Siobhan Magnus, oh, former yeah. American Idol uh, that. Uh, contestant, was one of the uh, grand marshals there. So, yeah, yeah, you can see a lot of Boy, I people. Hope she's doing okay. What, what do we hear about her? I'm sure she's having a good time. Touring, singing. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope so. I yeah. haven't heard a lot. Of, and she's a very nice person and it was very reaching nice. some stratospheric levels of success, but. Totally. It's been some time. So, yeah. You, Great voice. Uh, gifted. You guys all look scared when I bring her name up like we. What? What? No? We haven't heard from Siobhan in a while. Yeah. All right. It's going to yeah. be tough, right? Yeah. Musing about Siobhan doesn't get any traction on the fun show. You guys are trying to protect her legacy. That's a good thing. She has an unbelievably fantastic voice. I mean, All it's right. like, it's, it's All so... Right. Oh, yeah. Search it, for Siobhan Magnus on Facebook. I'm sure you can see what she's well, up to. Well, anyway, there could be all sorts of other wonderful people at the uh, parade in Yarmouth. Uh, it is one of the top five big events on Cape Cod in the entire year, easily. Oh, so. totally. Yeah. Up there with Greg's birthday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I want to go dressed as the uh, the leprechaun, the Lucky Charms leprechaun, and just like throw cereal on the crowd. Right, and Greg, like, you can follow the and... milk squirting device. I'll <laughs> <laughs> hate you both. <laughs> I'll be the bowl guy, but where's, I won't be there. Where's the pot of gold? <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice. It's a nice stereotype, Mung. I'm glad you're working that side of the street now. Why hurt people? Why do you have to be like Everyone that? Everyone loves leprechauns, except for that movie Leprechaun, where it was a killer leprechaun. I don't know if there's anything to like about leprechauns. I think they're pretty devious. Isn't they're, that what they what? do? I thought it was kind of scary, aren't they? I thought it was just nice mischief. Aren't they like telling you tales like uh, Rumpelstiltskin or something? They're kind of Rumpelstiltskin-y. Oh, dear. They were kind of evilly sort of eyes. They want that <laughs> pot of, they want the <laughs> no, pot of gold That was my themselves. leprechaun laugh. <laughs> that scared the crap yeah, out that of sense me. Of, yeah. Watch out. They want the pot of gold. They don't want you to get the pot of gold, but they want to use you to get the pot of gold. What's the deal? What's their operating system? <laughs> Diminutive greed, right? Interesting. And maybe malice. Devious. So I don't know about this cozy leprechaun thing. Maybe we can find out more when we go to the St. Patrick's Parade in Yarmouth. Really, folks, this is the perfect time of year for a parade. Mm -hmm. Set your spirit free from all the wintry stuff with a bunch of people going kind of crazy and dancing along Route 28. Now, Mung, you and I now have to take a trip to Mexico. Are you ready to go? Oh, yeah. Through the magic of podcasting, Greg will provide the sound effects as we travel south, down across this great country of ours, and now we're going south, and you can hear the gravel on the side of the road, and you can hear people say, hello, welcome to Mexico. Hola. Oh, there's Greg working sound This introduction is necessary because Mung and I dined at different Mexican restaurants over the last few days. And Mung, will begin with you. 
Now, you went to a place you'd never been to before here in Hyannis, and we're all ears and rumbling tummies. Is this segment called Mung uh, Conquers His Fear of Mexican Food? You were afraid of Mexican food? Um, I was because Mexican food, I don't want to get too much information, but it has rarely agreed with me over the years. Well, what do you mean? You'd have a, a sort of an argument? You'd talk to the food, the food would talk back? That kind of a disagreement? Yes, a political discussion. <laughs> or was it something deeper? Something deeper and more internal. Ugh. Greg, um, where's this going? I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, no, I just, I've never really uh, resonated well with Mexican food. I don't really like a lot of salsas and like gloppy cheese or refried beans. But as you mentioned, we uh, recently had a, a little party at Anejo in Hyannis. Uh, which opened last year on Main Street in Hyannis. And it was my first time at the Hyannis location. And I've got to say, man, for a Friday night, it was bumping. Uh, everybody, it was packed. There were people like trying to get a, a seat, like a little line. And I was like, man, for the off season, good for Aneo. Um, really cool vibe there. And they have a location in Falmouth, which a lot of people know about. I've been down there. But what they're famous for is um, making guacamole from scratch right at your table. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's like surgery. Right in front of you. Right in front of you. Wait a second. They sacrifice an avocado right in front of you Right in front of you and then they have like little condiments and things that you can mix in like... With a knife? I don't know. Garlic and... It screams. Uh, kind of ritual. I, it screams. Yeah, it, it was kind of like an avocado ritual. Did you hear the avocado say anything at the end? Help me! <laughs> oh, no. Um, I regret I don't like guacamole, but it what? looked delicious. After this big story? That's true. Everyone was loving it but me. Um, Why don't you like guacamole? What's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like the things that are green. I think it, that'd be a desert island food for me. It's always good. A slice of it. I love. I mean, come I, on. I, I if you guys like uh, that, you will love this guac. So they make it, it right in front of you, like make tossing it right things in. Front in. Of you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty fun. Oh, so much fun. So my favorite dish, I got some, uh, we shared some appetizers and they were so good. I got like a Mexican street corn, which was like. Oh, that's one of your favorites. Oh, one of my favorites. Roasted with cotija cheese and a little little spices. And then we ordered this extraordinary fondue that they have there. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Mexican fondue? Mexican fondue. And it blew my mind. Isn't that Swiss? <laughs> no, ready? It was a it was a fondue with some sausage and peppers, and it was delicious. And I'm thinking about um, replacing my blood with it. Wow! <laughs> yeah, like a full fondue transfusion. <laughs> I think those chunks might cause embolisms. Are you willing to take that risk? Only if they're delicious embolisms. Well, did it make your blood like like get really really hot? <laughs> it did. Like I boil. Was, His I was, blood's always hot. I was, That's bub- true. I was bubbling true. over with cheesy delight. Yeah. Well, would you dip into it like chips or something? Or yeah, like- yeah, yeah, nacho chips, and they came with like this flatbread, like a uh, like a tortilla bread to like dip into it. So good. Wow. Uh, hmm. Other uh, people there, uh, colleagues got. Uh, Quesadillas, which were delicious. Uh, some Anejo's famous uh, wings, like a Mexican spiced wings. Wow. Uh, in, in, one was very spicy, which was delicious. And uh, yeah, yeah, nachos, a big plate for the table. Um, really good. And even better, their margaritas were top shelf. Oh, yeah. I like a good margarita. That there we go. Good. That sounds pretty yeah, upscale yeah, yeah, and yeah. delicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was upscale and delicious. Well, can, can you top that? I don't know if I can, but I am talking from the heart of the people, the democratic sort of uh, uh, working people of the world like me. 
we don't get too fancy sometimes when I go to a Mexican restaurant, and that's how I ended up at San Diego's in Hyannis on Sunday. Now, it was my dad's birthday. What he loves above almost all food forms is crispy tacos. Like, you put a soft taco in front of him, you can see his whole face just fall. He's like, why aren't they crispy? I don't like these (laughs) soft flour tacos. And so you have to take them to a place that's got the crispy corn ones, which Taco Bell has them. Some other places have them, but some places that are fancy, they don't have the crisp. It's all wrapped up soft like you're in a quilt. Yeah, but doesn't it like disintegrate once you like hey, you bite, bite into, into it? it? It's like it goes, shrapnel. It goes flying everywhere. It's all over the world. It's room. like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> like, wow. Oh. So it's splatter paint. <laughs> but anyway, so we went there, and I hadn't been there in years and years. I'd kind of forgotten what it was like. And I got to say, the atmosphere at San Diego's is wicked fun. Big open spaces. Yeah. Big scene at the bar. I mean, a lot of happy people drinking at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but they seemed happy. It seems okay. And you just get that feeling like you're in some kind of... Mexican ski lodge or something. Very uh, open and nice, very nice wait staff. And the chips and salsa they throw on the table, man. Oh, top drawer. We bought some because you can buy some to take home. Oh, yeah? Oh, their salsa is just awesome. And the chips, of course, fresh cooked. Are you kidding me? Now, when we ate, there were some hits and some misses. Oh. And what are you going to expect? You got to learn a menu at a place like San Diego's, I think, and go with your strength. I ordered the Rio Bravo steak tacos and one of the best restaurant meals I've ever had. Wow. They asked how I wanted the steak cooked. I said rare. They served it up rare. These beautiful strips of Southwest seasoned shoulder tenderloin steak and also including cabbage, pico de gallo, pepper jack cheese, caramelized onions, and get this, fresh sliced avocado. I love avocado. So this avocado steak combo. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And the Rio Bravo steak tacos. It was like $13.95 for this big serving of really good steak. Now, my dad had the crispy corn tacos. They're three for like mm, 11 or 12 bucks. Loved them. Presented on a nice rack so they're not falling over. He went to town. He also had a 27-ounce margarita. Whoa. <laughs> they, they, he said, I'll get a margarita. And they said, you can have the 16-ounce or the 27-ounce. And I'm like, yo, Pop, you know. 20, 20, he's like, 27. I'm like, she's like, yeah, I'm getting a 27-ounce. It's all mixed anyway. Why not, you know? I don't know And if wasn't it like, uh, like $17? Yeah, I didn't even check the bill because yeah, you know, it was his yeah, birthday. But <laughs> did they have to like wheel him out? I mean, what kind of he, shape was he? I tell you he? what, when he got up, he was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he was like a little bit like. And he said, "I'll have Because he took he took it right down, you know, and it oh, was big. I don't know how much booze is in one of those. What do you think? Two shots, three shots, no idea. four shots. Mm, yeah, quite. A so bit. anyway, but other <laughs> companions had less successful experiences. Most notably, one of my dining companions had their fish tacos. And she didn't like uh, didn't like that at all. Said it was like someone just shoved a couple fish sticks in a taco. Ooh. So mm. I don't know what to say about that. Right. But I loved my meal and I cleaned my plate. You clean your plate at San Diego's. You're cleaning a plate. My daughter got one of those like quesadillas. I mean, the thing was like the size of Greenland. <laughs> you know, it's just this molten cheese and mung. I know what you're saying about too much sort of cheese and sauce mm-hmm. and then the beans spill out when you cut it and you're like no good how am it's I going to get through this so it's that was kind of like that but it tasted good and she eventually took it home and ate most of it so I would say wow and it was kind of cheap there the whole meal for like five of us was like 88 bucks or something mm, that's not so, bad and we had fun we laughed and the place was silly so I give a thumbs up to San Diego's nice just work your way through the men- menu and uh, be careful now I need to take a nap after all that food talk. 
we need to get out there and put our dancing shoes on. And only one of us really probably will do that very soon. I see Mung reaching down to lace up his brand new dancing shoes. They're red pumps, and they look very nice. Oh, thank you. They're very stylish. Yes, they're lovely. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Your fishnet stockings are also nice. Set off the shoes, and because you'll be heading out into the bluegrass world, Mung. What the heck is this all about? And what is this band that has a familiar name, yet not so familiar? I am so stoked to get to a concert in the off-season in March. You can't spell fun or March without the word fun. What? Um, so we've got O'Shea's. Huh? This is in West End. How do you spell March again with fun in it? Yeah. F A R U N. P H A R C H? (laughs) Farch? Can you say that on the radio? We could say it. Um, So we're taking you to a trip here. Uh, we've got the Irish theme with the uh, with the parade and everything on Saturday, but we've got O'Shea's Old Inn in West Dennis this Thursday, March seventh. That's right, seven p.m. We've got a band called Chatham County Line playing. Are they from Chatham? They are not from Chatham, unfortunately. Huh. Good question. They are from North Carolina, but Ooh. they are a really cool. That's legit. Yeah, really tight newgrass bluegrass band. We're talking violins, fiddle, fiddles, banjos, all sorts of cool things. So, Mung, um, why do you like this kind of music, Mung? This seems to really appeal to you. This is my wheelhouse. But you, you were born, uh, hatched, some say, in the Northeast. <laughs> hatched in the Northeast, yeah. You, know, you have this propensity and love of this kind of string, bluegrassy, newgrassy music. What's, what's the deal? I don't know. I don't know. It's like... You 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 feel the instrument when they're playing like you're you're one with it like it's it's natural it's organic there's no amplifiers you know acoustic instruments that's what I like um, so, I don't know something about the so- southern music things coming from Nashville bluegrass just absolutely love it well the more important question then Mung is uh, are you a man of constant sorrow. <laughs> um, so constant it's uh, it's my middle name well. <laughs> so we're very excited. That's a movie Set. joke, Craig. Okay, sorry. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of smiling. I am I'm, a man I'm, of constant sorrow. I'm sitting here smiling like I'm supposed to know. What, what's great about this is uh, this is put on by Vinegrass. And they're a nonprofit organization on the Cape. And I really love what they're all about. And let me tell you what they're all about by clicking the About section on their website, which is vinegrass.org. We'll be right back after (laughs) Mung navigates his laptop. So so here we go. Vinegrass organization, not-for-profit music production company. They produce concerts, camps, workshops in order to raise money uh, for their charitable missions. They try to get kids jazzed about bluegrass music and teach them all this cool stuff. Why are they trying to get them jazzed? Ha! Amped. Uh, Excited. uh, uh, <laughs> How can you get jazz? Oh, yeah, Music yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scholarships, all sorts of things, you know, getting the younger students introduced to these cool instruments, uh, these bluegrass instruments. That's, it's really cool. Uh, this is founded by Monica Rizzio. She'll actually be opening for Chatham County Line. Uh, folks remember her from the ba- Cape Band uh, Tripping Lily. And Monica's uh, uh, recent um, solo album is really good, too. So you get like a two-for-one, 20 bucks. See Monica a little bit, Chatham County Line. Get out there. They encourage you to dance. O'Shea's is such a great environment because it's not really that big. So everyone's kind of like all next to each other, having fun, singing, dancing. It's the epitome of community. That is fantastic. It's Chatham County Line, the band. 8 o'clock, Thursday, March 7th at O'Shea's Old Inn, 348 Main Street. 
That's Route 28 in West Dennis. Tickets are at $20. And uh, speaking of stringed instruments, are you still playing the Mungalin, Mung? Ah, yes, the Mungalin. <laughs> Can yeah. you describe that instrument for us? Uh, it's a 150-string instrument. Yes. Ooh. It's <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like the sitar from India meets the bagpipes. Whoa. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know how that so works. You blow in one end, the strings vibrate, and then you just sort of start ripping across them or something like <laughs> that's that? That's right. That's the right. Mungalin. Mm-hmm, the Mungalin. Oh, interesting. What sort of uh, sound does it create? Oh, it's like a it's like a sonorous feast for the feast for the ears, Greg. All sorts of frequencies, Greg. All sorts of animals and trees perk up their heads and look down. And you know say, when you have like a big the <laughs> when you have like a big gong and you put your ear right next to it and someone hits the gong. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's kind of like times a thousand. Wow. Well, that sounds pleasant. It's a Mungalin. Yeah. You have to bring it in next time. So that sounds like a really good show. And talk about uh, music and Irish music. We know there's a ton coming uh, on Saturday at the Irish Festival. There's also a ton more if you like Celtic music. Greg, you a Celtic music guy? Not completely. I like some of it. I like some of it. All right. So you're suspicious about Celtic music. The Celtic Crossroads music program is taking place two separate shows, 2.30 and 7.30 on Saturday. Holy cow, what a crazy day of Irish music on Cape Cod. It's mental. You know, it's I like actually, wood Celtic stock. Well, even in general, I mentioned this before our show started, that it's, it's incredible to me that in a place like Cape Cod, which isn't that big, it's not an urban center, it's the middle of winter, it's really crummy outside, it's all cold, there's snow that won't go away, it's all crunchy, and yet, there's this abundance of music down here. Seriously, I'm just, I'm very, very impressed, and there's obviously an audience for this music. And so, so yes. we'll, we'll see not only the big Irish festival, uh, Route 28 in Yarmouth, this is in South Harwich, Celtic Crossroads program, variety of local performers, Vox Hunters, Rose Clancy, Max Cohen, Sarah Ford, Marchio, John Alden, Jonathan and Bailey Ford of Celtic Roots, all sorts of stuff. There'll be a, a traditional Gaelic storyteller. Uh, so this is taking place at the South Harwich Meeting House, 270 Chatham Road in Harwich at 2.30 and 7.30, and tickets are $20. So, And if that wasn't enough, on this incredible Saturday Celtic Day... Who doesn't like a giant harp? I mean, right? Oh, yes. They're gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, so here's your chance to hear harpist vocalist Amy Minogue. She's an award-winning international harpist, and she sings. Singing and playing the harp, that sounds hard. I would think it would How be. would you do that? You get all those things going on? It's like you're playing a wash tub, and then you get to go la-la-la-la-la. Wow, that's tough. Yeah. This is 7 o'clock Saturday, so you can cap off your Celtic Saturday right, right. Uh, coming up uh, at Wellfleet Preservation Hall, 335 Main Street. So this is March 9th, $15. Just to see a harp like that, that's worth it. I love the harp, but I always feel bad about the harpist. Like, they always have to lug the harp around. Oh, I never thought of that. It, it must it, weigh it, a ton. It's really heavy. Yeah, I've seen, I, I have a friend, Katie Lynch Coughlin. She's a, uh, a harpist on the Cape, and I, I've seen her cart that thing around. I always kind of feel bad. It seems, like, very pretty heavy. You know what's great about the harp, though? Like, say you got a big block of mozzarella. It's got to be kind of soft. You push it right through the strings. <laughs> you have perfect cheese slices. <laughs> it's incredible. So it works in many ways. Interesting. So it's a slicer, it's a harp, it's, it's excitement. That is that too much Celtic music? Uh, oh my I, God, that's hours and hours this Saturday of Celtic Celtic music. Just there's no excuse to stay home. Smash your brains with Celtic music. Greg, when you hear these kind of things that other people are doing out in the world, do you ever think <laughs> I might do this at some time? No, I do. I do. Really? I do. Yeah, no, I do. Seriously. Well, all right. All Seriously. right. 
Well, I hope so. Uh, there was there was there was, there was something last week that was very intriguing. I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was the Finnish. Oh guitarist. yeah, that, right, right. Oh, you didn't yeah. you didn't do that, did you? No, I didn't. But I was very intrigued by that because it's it's the kind of music that I think I'd like. Hmm. So recluse is intrigued. You know, like reads the headline. Sometimes Django, it's just like, doesn't act. Django Reinhardt kind of esque. You know. Sometimes it's just exciting to hear about these things. <laughs> Even I go. I'm going out this weekend. I'm probably going out the weekend after that, too. What are you, what are you doing this weekend? Well, the Mosquito Story Slam was canceled because of the snow over last weekend. Yeah. So it's rescheduled uh, for this Saturday. Nice. Uh, that will be March 9th at the Provincetown Theater. And so I'll be going to hear people tell stories. And then the weekend after that, I think, is in Provincetown, the improv group. Ah. And so they do wacky things like, I'm a haystack, I'm a haystack. And then they act things out. Isn't that what improv people do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mung, have you seen improv? I have not seen improv, but Greg? I... I have, I actually, uh, several times. It's, uh, it's really exciting because you don't know. They don't know. I mean, it's just spontaneous, which is amazing to me that they can do that. That's kind of like you on the fun show, Greg. Just like you never know what's going to happen. What's going to come out? It's probably going to be crabby. Of my mouth. <laughs> Actually, uh, no one's going to be doing anything this weekend because I have major news about this weekend that's going to halt all plans. What? What? This just in? This just in. Did he break it? Let me get the breaking news sounder. Breaking news. It's daylight savings weekend, which means we lose an hour of sleep, which means we have to prepare the... <laughs> Prepare the entire weekend for this because I will not be the same for weeks afterward. Not enough sleep in the in the mung crib. Nope, not in the mung crib. Losing it's that good. one hour. Losing that one hour is going to throw very, me for a loop. Critical. How long does it take you to recover from turning the clocks forward? Oh, about how uh, how long the cicadas come out every like seven to thirteen years hmm, or something. You speak in natural terms. <laughs> wow. Brood thirteen emerges in twenty twenty four, Greg. Yeah. That's right. You'll be uh, somehow getting better by then. <laughs> well, wait a second. Isn't there something you can do to sort of change and mix things up? You know, by exposing your eyeballs to incredible flashing uh, retro video game lights and just lock, looking at Galaga, locking into asteroid. <laughs> Oh. I wish there was a place that was finally around. Or there we, is. What? There is. Oh. You can cure so your exciting. daylight savings weekend blues at probably one of the most buzzed about things that recently opened on Cape Cod right now. It's open. It is open. And this is Flashback, flashback. the retro arcade uh, bar and grill flashback. on Main flashback. Street in Hyannis. Flashback. Just opened last week. Flashback. And a treat for our audience, we have a Flashback Report. Flashback. Our intrepid digital producer, Jason Savio, has been to Flashback and he relayed flashback. some info to us. And we're happy to share. So we had an insider go to a swanky party. We have party. an insider. Wow. Jason Savio. Oh, yeah. He's Some... savvy about flashback. <laughs> Very much so. What did he report, Monk? Savvy Savio. He said um, it was an extremely lively environment, which is really good. This is Flashback. This is Flashback. Main Street Hyannis. He said they have lots of games, including some pinball to choose from. In fact, they have a pinball machine game uh, called Hook, based off the movie Hook with Robin Williams. And you only play it with one hand, You only play it with one hand. (laughs) (laughs) And you can never grow up. 
<laughs> so that's Peter Pan related. As long as you keep pumping quarters into it, you'll be <laughs> fine. Jason said his favorite old school uh, video game to play was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, which I remember back from my uh, 90s days. You can play as Michelangelo or Leonardo, you know, those cute little turtles. and they uh, Or Mungo. They have, or Mungo. <laughs> and there's probably pizza involved. Uh, but yeah, he see, here's a quote. Um, a quote from Jason Savio. This is exciting. A quote. Oh, we need our quote sounder. Oh, that's funny. This brings back a lot of great memories from my arcade experiences of the past. But then he dropped his beer glass. Ah, speaking about beer glass, one of, also one of his favorite features, because they have uh, alcohol there and you can drink. They have shelves next to the game. So you don't have to be like holding your beer. Oh, that's, while, oh, that's while, actually while really clever. That is so you clever. You can put yeah, your seriously. beer down oh. in like this little shelf. Finally. So it's protected. It's only taken like four After billion years of evolution. Years. Right, so if you're fighting someone on Mortal Kombat 2, you're not like spilling a beer on your oh, opponent. Oh, man, they're geniuses so at flashbacks. You always have to have like your buddy, like, you know, hold your or beer. Or you put it on top bottle. of the pinball machine and oh, it might start sliding backwards. It's like, oh, that's nice. So, so yeah. did they have my, my favorite uh, game? Oh, get off my lawn? Ping pong. <laughs> oh, the original Pong. I loved ping Beep. pong. That Beep. was. That's a good question. Beep. We'll have to get some more intel. Beep. In fact, better. Beep. You'll have to get some more in- intel because <laughs> Jason Savio says, you must check this place out for yourself. Ooh, he's Ooh. Yeah, some kind of challenge that he's issued yes. to all of us about so you'll flashback. Have, you'll have to go see uh, what kind of yeah, game yeah, they have. Throwing the gauntlet down. You, you had me at shelves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I've got a place to put my drink and then concentrate <laughs> on failing at video games, that's what I need. Do they have the golf game? I love the golf game with a ball that you go... I'm not too sure. I haven't been, but I'm going soon. All right. I think I have a friend who's having a birthday in a few weeks. Maybe that's a good hangout spot for a little birthday crowd. Who knows? That sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of people were excited when they heard about it. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to guess for yeah. a while it's going to yeah. be yeah. pretty popular right here on Main Street. Yeah, something and- new, something you don't see too often on the yeah. Cape. Were either of you ever any good at pinball games? I sucked. I was terrible. I just panic so much at pinball. I just, never, I just feel I like never gravity is against me, and all I'm going to do is lose or tilt. And I'd rather I'm, tilt, I guess. Yeah, you know what I used to do? I could never, when the ball comes through and the flippers, it always goes down the middle. So I got very frustrated. So you know how when like children get stuck under cars and their parents have the adrenaline and lift the cars off of them and save them? Yes, I've, that, yes. That's what I do. I use my mungrenaline to lift up the pinball machine and move the ball around into the hole that I want. Mungrenaline. My mungrenaline. Now, isn't that being sold as a sports beverage uh, at some uh, hockey rinks uh, off Cape? Yes. It's mungrenaline. A, it's a million percent <laughs> sugar and sadness. So you never got like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Everything's, everything's sad about you, Mung. It's, oh, it's, no. Uh, it's so heartbreaking. Oh, sugar I eat and well, sadness. though. Uh, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Well, that's a lot of time we've just spent uh, indoors, gentlemen, during this particular Cape yeah. God Fun Show. We've eaten, we've laughed, we've played pinball. We got to get outside. Uh, we got to see some things. We got to do some things. Now, Greg, you came into the office today, and all you kept saying was like rock, 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 rock. You had rocks on the brain. Yeah. <laughs> rocks in the brain. Yeah. You had tons of rocks because yeah. you, like the rest of us, love big rocks on Cape Cod. Glacial 
erratics. This is a really good time of year to visit some of these big boys and girls out there. Don't take them for granted because they are wonderful. <laughs> granite. Uh, there's nothing like a huge rock. I've done a lot of things with rocks over the years. I'm just going to throw out some rock names for you guys. You want to see the biggest rock around? Dome Rock in Easttown. Yep. This yep. is just down, uh, just down the road from the Salt Pond Visitor Center on your way to Coast Guard Beach. I think it's called Doan Road. It's the largest glacial boulder exposed on Cape Cod, standing 18 feet high. And you can climb it. You can. Got to be careful. You don't want to fall off Doan Rock. It's kind of smooth. It's not like, you know. What a rock, though. Now, Greg, in your town, uh, there is one of the strangest formations of, <laughs> of rocks, more than one put together in a jumbled stonehenge kind of arrangement. Of course, we're talking about Hokum Rock in Dennis, and uh, that's Hokum Rock Road, so conveniently, it is, it's right it on is, Hokum Rock. It is exactly it's on Hokum Rock Road. such an important rock, they named the road after it. I know. Uh, Hokum Rock Road is off of uh, Route 134. What's the deal with this Hokum Rock, Greg? I know you hang out there and perform sacrifices there. It's it's actually it could actually be sort of a spooky kind of sacrificial place if you wanted it to be. Um, legend has it that, um, and I've heard different versions of this that there was either a hermit, a recluse, or I read this morning um, a Nobscusa Indian. Um, Nobscusit. I'm Nobscusit. sorry. Indian. Um, he used to live there, and whenever anyone sort of approached, he would say, "Who come." Like Which, poke, that'd be scary for someone to poke up out of that rock and say that to you. I know because it's 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 really craggy and it's it's, it's almost like a fort. It's, it's, it's high. Like, it is. It's like there's yeah. a middle to it. Yeah. And these big buttressy crazy things flying out, and you can yeah. get in there. Yeah, kind of like sharp rocks. Uh, Don Don Rock is kind of smooth. It's like it's been like uh, buffed, you know, over the ages. That hasn't happened to uh, no. It's craggy. Pokemon rock. Oh, it's craggy. And what's really weird too is around the back of it. Someone carved a whale image. Isn't that interesting? And what's the deal with that? It's been there know. forever. I don't know. I don't know. So that is a fun rock to go to. I love Hokum Rock. You do? Oh, yeah. I've had some uh, great times there at Hokum Rock. In fact, that's the place where I practice my Sisyphus. Is that dirty? I don't think so. It's that three, Everyone knows three, Sisyphus. Three, three-headed thing? Close. Oh, so you, no, you, Sisyphus you, you was... You push it up Scargo yeah, Hill. Yeah, exactly. And then it rolls back down Scargo Hill. Oh, that right. one. Okay, he, right, he was the right, Greek right. god. He yeah, was yeah, sentenced yeah. to then, pushing yeah. the rock up, right, and then right. it falls down, and I, I just keep pushing it up and down, and such is the circle of my life. It's kind of like working at a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you get up, and you push the news up the hill, and it rolls back down, and there's a bunch of new news you got to push back up the That's hill. right. And then it rolls back down, and it crushes you. Or like working for the post office. You know, you, you get your truck empty, you go back whistling Dixie. Yeah. Next morning, your truck's filled with mail again. It's like, How did that happen? <laughs> Does that drive you crazy? Yeah. Jeez, another Amazon Prime package? I'm going to kill that guy. <laughs> he ordered an anvil? Are you kidding me? Through the mail? That's like you, Greg. Ordering your giant pet food bag. Oh, that was, your own glacial erratics. That, that was horrible. The poor the, guy. The poor, the poor man. He had he had like these these million pound bags of, of, of kitty litter Kibble. in this in this in this unwieldy box. Why? And, and he probably crushed the poor man. He's got you a know? hernia, but your cats can poop. Are you happy? That's right. That's all it was. Yeah. Well, that's a, just a glaring aside. Uh, you know, this is weird, Monk, because you've been there, and we've never mentioned this ever. On Penakese Island, one of the Elizabeth Islands dangling off the bottom of Cape Cod, supposedly the second biggest 
a glacial erratic in the area. It's called the Plow. Have you seen this rock, Mung? I have seen this rock. Uh, it's really cool. I've been on Dependekees Island, and we took like a little tour. It's not a huge island, so you can kind of hit up the hot spots pretty quickly. But our tour guide definitely took us to this rock, and I took some photos, and it was lovely. It was nice. It was great about this is you have this gorgeous sea view in the background. Nice ocean. That's rock. a heck of a rock. That's How a big? rock with a view. How big is it? Um, uh, how tall is it? Is it like the size? According of like to the Penikes website, uh, the boulder measures 16 feet high. I guess Don Rock comes in at 18 feet oh high. Oh my! And this is 25 feet wide. The plow is 25 feet wide. That's a big rock. That is actually. Yeah. Let's go to Penikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's a trip though. So that's a good rock. Uh, if you want to get out there and see some of the rocks in the world. The other thing, if you love uh, natural history on Cape Cod, this is your incredible super weekend coming up. Turtles, dolphins, whales, shorebirds, and more will be on the agenda Saturday when the Wealthy Bay Audubon Sanctuary holds its 24th annual day-long Cape Cod Natural History Conference. This is going to be held at the Tilden Arts Center at Cape Cod Community College in West Barnstable, so pay attention to that. It's $30 at the door for a day-long bunch of really interesting superstars of the Cape Cod natural world on their areas of specialty. We got Stormy Mayo about uh, research and stewardship on right whales. Of course, he's up there at the Provincetown Center for Coastal Studies. You got the latest news on the population study of great white sharks around Cape Cod. I'm sure that's going to be interesting and perhaps chilling. Uh, We also have... uh, What's been achieved in 20 years of responding to local dolphin strandings? These are all things that people are concerned about on Cape Cod. There's plenty more, too. So that's taking place this weekend. You're asked to bring a brown bag lunch, Greg, which is good for you. I love that. As long as someone else can pack it for me. And bring a mug for... Jeez. You couldn't even on a weekend make your own lunch? Come on! Not even on the weekend you would maybe let your wife not make your lunch? You'd say, honey, I gotta go somewhere. Like, wake her up because it's early. It starts early. Registration starts at 8.30 in the morning. Well, she has to make um, her lunch, so she just makes a lunch for me. It's very On a weekend? It's very efficient. Oh, man. Good good for you. One person, two lunches. All right. That is ridiculous. <laughs> so that sounds like fun. Those are uh, areas of big concern. We certainly see, see a lot of volunteers with a dolphin stranding. We're all concerned about sharks. And I guess I'd ask you guys as we meander toward the end of the program and also towards summer, what do you guys think is going to happen with the sharks and the scaredness and the summer? Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that, aren't we? we got to work it through, I think. Does it change people's behavior? Does it uh, yeah. mean think- less bookings? I think it's a very significant turning point. I really do. Jeez, Craig. I hope it's not... Well, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't know. I mean, you last summer, I mean, they had a fatal shark attack at your beach. It wasn't my beach. It was your beach. I, I, oh. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I also don't want to panic. I don't want right, to... Right, right. You know, they aren't everywhere. You don't see them everywhere. Um, but will they be everywhere eventually i mean i don't know i don't know because people down here in the cape are used to doing certain things you know jumping off of boats which they don't do now necessarily because there might be sharks out there you know that sort of thing well let's table this uh matter of concern to a future cape cod fun show we'll come up with a full mm-hmm. report mung get on that got it but we gotta roll out of here you've been listening to the cape cod fun show my name is eric williams Mung, thank you for being here my pleasure greg what a delight thank you so much always till next time Till next week, have fun and 
See ya.